Hi there, listener. It's Matthew. You've come looking for an episode of the Children's Book Podcast, and you've found it. Hooray! But you're probably wondering why the name of the podcast has changed. After eight years of doing the Children's Book Podcast, I began a new career as head of podcasts at A Kid's Company About, where I now oversee a podcast network dedicated to producing original content that talks up to kids, centers the things going on in their world, and engages and challenges how they see the world and themselves. All of the episodes of the Children's Book Podcast are still here, but now, if you're subscribed, you'll get new episodes of Worth Noting, a kid's podcast about current events, hosted by me. Something for you and the young people in your life to enjoy together. Enjoy this episode, and I hope you'll check out Worth Noting and other podcasts from a kid's company about... It's our fourth day with the members of the Soaring Twenties High Flying Picture Book debuts, and today we're going all the way back to childhood. This is the Children's Book Podcast, episode number 591. I'm your host, Matthew Winner. I invited the members of the Soaring Twenties High Flying Picture Book debuts to take over the podcast for the week. Today, a group of kidlit bookmakers is answering the question, what aspects of childhood do you see expressed through your art and or your writing? Joining me to share their responses are Kelly J. Baptist, Rob Justice, Candy Wellens, Sam Wedlick, and Kirsten Hayes. Check the link in the show notes or visit the Children's Book Podcast on Bookshop to browse many of the books featured throughout this week's episodes. When you shop there, your books are sourced from independent bookstores across the country. It also supports the Children's Book Podcast. Double the good with a single click. And now let's turn it over to the Soaring Twenties high-flying picture book debuts. I'm Kelly J. Baptist, and I live and dream in story. My debut picture book is The Electric Slide and Kai, and it is out spring of 2020 with Leanne Lowe Books. The book follows Kai, a young African-American boy who is hoping and practicing to learn the electric slide before his aunt's wedding. He comes from a family of dancers, but doesn't quite have the moves, or so he thinks. One aspect of childhood that I think is present in my writing is just the theme of family and siblings. Most of us growing up have some sort of family structure, and that really shapes young children, especially when you're thinking of the ages five, six, seven, eight. You might be in school and have friends, but the family is really paramount and really structures how the child will grow. So I wanted to capture that in my writing. I wanted to show positive sibling interactions. If you don't know how to do something, you might ask your big brother or big sister. Um, you might ask your father or your mom to help out the adults who are special and important in your life. So that is definitely an aspect of childhood that is in the story. Then a second aspect of childhood would be just the theme of trying something new and also being afraid to try something new. When you, when you think about young children, they accomplish so much in a short period of time. So they're learning letters, they're learning how to tie their shoes, they're learning how to ride a bike, 
how to do things more independently on their own. And that is captured in the story with Kai trying to learn this dance. Even when it seems like everyone in his family is so good and he is so bad, I wanted to show a child persevering through that. And also to realize you don't have to be a carbon copy. You don't have to be just like everybody else. He ends up putting his own special sauce on the dance and made it his own. And I feel like that's what is important for kids to know, that they are all unique and special. And even if you're trying to do something as structured as a dance, you can put your own spin on it, make it yours, and add something special to the whole experience. I can't wait for kids and adults to read the electric slide and Kai, and hopefully we'll get some great discussions out of it and also some epic dance parties. Hey there, this is author, illustrator, and all-round nice guy, Rob Justice. My debut picture book, Kid Coach, is out on bookshelves right now, published by the good folks at Page Street Kids. Kid Coach is a fun father-son tale about a spunky child who signs his couch potato dad up for Wrestle Rumble Mania Kingdom Tournament of Champions. So while dad has to overcome the challenges of wrestling, big guys, bad guys, ball guys, and a scary guy with tattoos of big, bad, ball guys, he really needs to overcome his attitude and learn good sportsmanship. And that's up to Kid Coach to teach him. So can Kid Coach accomplish this goal? Can dad become a true champion? You'll just have to visit your local bookstore or library to find out. So what aspects of childhood do I see expressed through my art and writing? And I think this is one of the great things about being a children's picture book author is I get to capture, hopefully, the energy of childhood. I don't really write uh, quiet bedtime stories. Uh, my books tend to be loud, flashy, and fast-paced. And I hope that's captured uh, in the art and in the writing. Children are full of energy and excitement. Their young minds are just going a mile a minute, taking everything in. And that's because everything is still new and fresh and exciting to them. You know, colors are more vibrant. Sounds are richer. Even food is more flavorful. Everything is larger than life to them. So from this energy and excitement comes curiosity and a child's wanting to explore the world around them. And that's the great thing about uh, children's picture books is that it allows you to explore even the most outrageous of scenarios that a child may be imagining. Whether it involves, say, talking animals or exploring mysterious places or even, say, entering your dad into a wrestling tournament, nothing really seems off the table for picture books and the energy and excitement that they can provide children. So hopefully I answered your question there, Matthew, and didn't ramble on too long, and hopefully it made some sort of sense. Thanks for this opportunity, and I hope you guys enjoy Kid Coach. Bye.
Hi, my name is Candy Wellens, and my book, Saturdays Are for Stella, comes out on August 11th, 2020. Saturdays Are for Stella is a book that celebrates the love between a boy named George and his grandma and baby sister, both of whom are named Stella. I wrote the story to celebrate the importance of grandparents and also to help kids understand the circle of life and to be able to process additions and losses to their own family. Both of my grandmas died while I was pregnant with my first child. I was looking for a way to keep their memories alive and relevant to my own kids, and that's how I started writing this story. In the book, George loves spending Saturdays with his grandma Stella, and they have their own unique traditions, many of which were inspired by my own childhood memories of time spent with my grandmas. When Stella dies, George is devastated, of course, and he loses enthusiasm for anything that reminds him of his grandma. His parents try everything they can think of to cheer him up, but nothing works until a new baby sister arrives and gives him a reason to celebrate spending his Saturdays with Stella all over again. My own grandmothers were such a huge part of my childhood, and as I crafted George and Stella's experience together, I definitely kept them in mind. I included memorable excursions we had together, like trips to the museum, and I also included a lot of everyday memories, like baking, reading, and taking naps together. Like George, I was a kid who hated running errands. It was always so boring, but I never minded running errands with a grandma because grandmas make running errands fun, right? You stop for Froyo, you visit a park, you end up at a toy store no matter where you've been, and of course, you're always gonna go home with something flashy and fun. I hope readers will be able to use Saturdays Are For Stella as a way to celebrate all the members of their family, both young and old, and the traditions and memories they make together. I'm Sam Wedlick, the author and illustrator of Chicken Little, The Real and Totally True Tale, coming out May 5th, 2020 with Scholastic Press. I live in the Bronx, but I'm originally from Texas, and I've been drawing cartoons and writing stories and being generally silly for the better part of my life. I am also a mom, and yeah, it's been really fun to get ready for my debut book, Chicken Little is a retelling of the classic folktale with new twists and new spins and it's full of jokes and full of funny stuff and I think that it'll be a really fun and exciting read both for people who are familiar with the tale um, who will enjoy this fresh take and also for people who are going to fall in love with it for the first time. I hope everyone enjoys reading it and gets some good laughter out of it. So um, my question, it was, what aspect of childhood do I see expressed through my art or writing? And the thing that I wanted to talk about most was curiosity. I think that kids are incredibly curious and I love how they don't have a filter or a lot of structure around their minds in terms of what they go after and what they explore and what kinds of questions they ask. And that's something that I strive to bring into my artwork. And I try to be relentlessly curious about things that are inspiring to me. And it's how I fuel my creative process. So I read, I listen to music, I listen to great podcasts, and do whatever I possibly can to keep that creative momentum alive and to follow my curiosity, even when it leads me in really weird directions. Um, I think it's worth it. And I think that it's fun to explore that. And I think that kids have that. They don't really sit there and wonder if 
the thing that they're curious about is worth their time. They don't have a sense of self-judging their time and agendas the way that adults do. And I think there's freedom in that. And I think that's what's fun about being an artist and an illustrator and a writer of picture books is that I can kind of do the same thing. I can open up wide spaces of time and just play um, with whatever sparks my curiosity. And it's really fun. And I hope, I hope that that comes through in my work. And I hope that people feel inspired and encouraged by that to also play and follow their own curiosity and see where it takes them. You can check out some of my work and my cartoons as well as pre-order my book through my website, samwedelik.com, and you can find me on Instagram at samwedelik. Thanks. Hi, my name is Kirsten Hayes, and I'm the author of the picture book, The Elephant's Guide to Hide and Seek, a tongue-in-cheek guidebook that offers sympathy, support, and superior hiding solutions for elephants who long to overcome their size disadvantage when it comes to the game of hide and seek. It's also for all elephants' human pals who've ever worried that they aren't good enough or don't fit in. The book will hit shelves on April 1st, 2020, and is published by Sourcebooks Jabberwocky and illustrated by Gladys Jose. So there's this thing in childhood, with some kids at least, where they will just play a game full of joy even when they are terrible at it. They'll just dive in and play anyway. I love when I see kids do this. My older son did this. Like with hide and seek, even if he was easy to find, his legs poking out from under the curtains, it didn't matter, he didn't care, and we had tons of fun. But it takes all kinds, and some kids are not that kind. Like me, for example, I was a timid child, hesitant and overcautious. I like getting everything right. And as a result, I was serious about games, competitive. And if I wasn't good right away, I often grew frustrated or worse. I didn't even try. Like the time after my family had just moved to a new state and for at least the first entire month at my new school, every day, I leaned alone against the wall during recess, friendless, and watched other kids play basketball, longing to join them. But I never got up the courage. I was too afraid. Sometimes authors write to fix wrongs from their past. When I wrote and revised this book, I thought of that part of my childhood self that was afraid of getting in a game. The part of me that worried if I couldn't do it perfectly, I shouldn't do it at all. And I just want to give all kids who feel that way a hug. A hug and maybe a laugh, because that's what helps me. And then I want to offer an invitation to get in the game anyway, an invitation to play, and to sometimes be awkward like the elephant character in my book. And a reminder that even if, when you do fall short, your loved ones will still be there for you, and you are okay as you are. children's book podcast is recorded and produced by me matthew winner in my library studio in ellicott city maryland you can subscribe to the podcast and access the archive of nearly 600 episodes at matthewcwinner.com our theme music is by poddington bear care of the free music archive with special music this week by chad crouch also from free music archive 
All views and opinions expressed on the show are those of the individuals and do not reflect the ideas or viewpoints of their publishers or of the books referenced. Want to help out the show? Become a patron by visiting patreon.com and visiting the Children's Book Podcast. You can also write a review on iTunes or share the podcast with friends through Facebook, Twitter, word of mouth, or any other means. That helps us reach more listeners, which leads to more content and more amazing guests. And that is a very good thing indeed. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cosy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.